0: Welcome back, Friday edition of The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram here, you there. This is a special uh, two hour edition SEC Championship preview of The Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. We kick off hour two with The Color Analyst. What a great title. Uh, UGA legend quarterback Eric Zier joins us on the show. Z, welcome to the program. Mark, great to be on, my friend. How are you? I'm excellent. You going to be able to sleep tonight, my friend? Is this? I mean, not, this is a big game tomorrow.
1: Not, not at all. I tell you, the the nerves. I, I shouldn't be nervous because I control none of the, the outcome of the game. But I I have evolved over the years into just an avid fan, like everybody else in the Bulldog Nation, with the with the great privilege of being able to uh, share all those emotions on air. And uh it is no, the the, the nerves are there. I, I can, you know, it reminds me of last year when we went on that great run through the SEC championship game and and, and the two playoff games where we're really halfway into the game, my nerves are so shot. I'd look at guys in the booth and, and so I'm not sure if I could finish the game. I'm exhausted. I'm completely spent. or You know, I, I can't do it anymore. And of course, you know, the overtime games back to back and. Uh, so all those memories are flooding back at the moment uh, and the, the butterflies are in me for sure. So I'm ready to go.
0: You know, we talked to a Hondo earlier, Eric, uh, talking about the development of Jake Fromm and he mentioned, you know, how much more in depth you see uh, the quarterback play than, you know, the average fan. Uh, tell us firsthand, what have you seen in the development of Jake Fromm from last year to this year? And especially as we get deeper into the season
1: yeah I know well i I tell you i you know I think jake has has been ahead of the learning curve since the since his first snap uh, in in red and black I, he's he's really been remarkable uh, it, but as as he's continued to progress, just his ability to dictate um, and, and get the offense into plays where the defenses that we're seeing have some weaknesses and every defense has a weakness, right? every look, every formation, every personnel grouping, that they have areas that you want to attack. Jake's ability to go see that and make decisions uh, in, a, in a split second to get his team in the right spot uh, is, you know, he's, he's head and shoulders above most in the college game uh, today for sure. And, and then I think on top of that, his ability right now to, to throw the football into areas where he drives his receiver to go get the ball. Uh, so he's throwing guys open into those weak spots or soft spots in zones or, you know, against man-to-man, putting the football in spots where only his guy can go get it. Uh, he, he's doing that as well as anybody. And, you know, I, I, I think what exemplifies him the most or exemplifies his progression, his growth the most, is his the, the job he does on third down, which is, the toughest spot in time for a quarterback to throw the football because of the variety of exotic looks that you get um, uh, in those kind of situations. Uh, and, and he just performs at in a, as an efficient level as, as I've seen in a long time on the college level, maybe even on the pro level as well. He just does a remarkable job, and, and dogs for sure are lucky to have him.
0: Talking to Eric Zier on the Mark Aram show, previewing tomorrow's big SEC championship game. Our coverage starts at noon on your home of the dogs kickoff around 4, 10 PM. Uh, you know, this is uh, as well as anyone, Eric, uh, the quarterback position, especially you, you know, to be a uh, great, you can't shrink under the pressure. The bright lights can't phase you. I've I have not seen Jake Fromm get phased under the big lights yet.
1: No. And he's played, he's played on the biggest of stages. and, and... Uh, at the college level, right? You, you go back to the national championship game last year where he played, uh, remarkably well, obviously the Rose bowl, uh, SEC championship from last year, he's been in these situations. So the nerves are going to be there like they always are, but, uh, he's got, uh, you know, the, the confidence, uh, to, to go out and play on this kind of a stage. Uh, he's played against Alabama before he's played against great defenses, uh, so the moment will not be too big for Jake Fromm. That doesn't mean that he's going to have a good football game or a great football game, but you know the moment isn't too big for him. And, you know, he's, he's blessed and fortunate to have a ton of talent around him. He's got a healthy DeAndre Swift. Uh, Holyfield is running the football well. He's got a receiving core uh, that is right up there at the top, of the top of the charts in terms of talent and capabilities. Uh, and he's got an offensive line that's probably the strength of this football team, even with the injuries that we've had. So he's got a ton of talent around him. To go out there and compete against the best defenses in college football, which is is what the rest of the year is going to bring if we're fortunate enough to go do it. So, uh, yeah, you're right. The experiences that he's that he's had really throughout his life, but but since he's been uh, playing for Georgia, will will bode well for him in this football game.
0: Under center for the Crimson Tide, the presumptive favorite for the Heisman Trophy. Uh, What do we need to know about Tua for Alabama?
1: Well, listen. Everything that we just said about Jake (laughs) put it on steroids a little bit. I I think the. you know, I, the, what, what stands out to me with with to uh, all those things that we just talked about with Jake, I think are there. Uh, his accuracy, though, when he's throwing the football, is uh, is something to behold. Uh, you know, the games that I've watched, and I've had the chance this week to watch uh, a, a number of games on tape, that uh, he is he throws the football into some windows that one you don't see that they're there when he lets it go, uh, and, and it's you know he's got. Uh, uh, you know, two yards in which to put a football. Uh, and, and he is unbelievably accurate with uh, with the ball. He's got great arm talent. He's got great vision, understands the game. He's got a great feel for it. He's got great athletes that surround him as well. Uh, but uh, his, his accuracy is is really remarkable to watch.
0: Can't wait to hear you on the airwaves tomorrow. Our pregame show starts at noon, kickoff at 4, 10 p.m. Try to get some sleep tonight, Eric. Try to get a little <laughs>
1: It's it's not going to happen, but we'll try. (laughs) All right. We'll try for sure.
0: And bring us home a victory from Ben Stadium, will you? Since I control a lot of it, I'm going to give it my all. All right. Always a pleasure to talk to you, Eric. Thanks so much. Thanks, Mark.
2: All right, thank you, Z. And this is a special edition of the Mark Aram Show, our SEC Championship Preview. I'm WSB Sports Director Jay Black, and we transition from one UGA legend to another, bring in former Georgia Bulldogs coach Vince Dooley. And, Coach, before we kind of dig into Alabama a little bit, I want to get your thoughts on this Georgia team. And with all the talent UGA lost from last year, did you expect them to be in the top five at this point now?
3: Well, I think everybody uh, expected... uh us to win the east and everybody picked us to win the east and it had happened that way it wasn't as it wasn't as easy uh as everybody predicted but nevertheless here we are uh champions of the east and alabama was picked to be champions of the west so this is what the, the preseason was all about
2: alabama's offense gets a lot of hype but how well to you is uga playing right now on that side of the ball?
3: Uh, We're, uh, I think, playing great, and I think our team has really improved. Uh, The LSU game uh, brought out a lot of things that uh, the coaches needed to work on and emphasize, and so from that ball game on, we've gotten better and better and better, but we still have not faced anybody like uh, Alabama, and uh, Alabama will put uh, more pressure on us uh, since since the LSU game. Fromm has just done incredibly uh, well as a quarterback, throwing the ball timely uh, passes, but he hasn't had to rush uh, since uh, since the LSU game, and he's going to get a lot of that against Alabama. Uh, Our offensive line coach Pittman has done a terrific job of of kind of putting together an offensive line that has suffered a lot of injuries. And I think we're going we're good, and we'll be better as time goes on. But it'll be the biggest challenge, I think, of the ballgame. game.
2: Is that kind of what concerns you the most? Is the banged up offensive line against Alabama's front?
3: Yeah, yeah. Alabama's front is really good, and uh, they uh, I think lead the conference in sacks. So that'll be the biggest challenge. There'll be other challenges as well, but I think that's the biggest challenge in this ball game.
2: Talking with former Georgia coach Vince Dooley, and some people say Alabama's one of the greatest teams ever. Are they that good?
3: Well, we never know. I've heard that saying many times uh, during my career. Uh, And, of course, everybody was talking about how great Michigan was. So you never know from week to week about football teams and who they play. And uh, we may need a little help. But uh, I think we we definitely have a chance uh, to win this football game. Uh, but it'll be the biggest challenge of the year for sure.
2: You got to face a pretty good Alabama team in 1965 and made your name with a gigantic upset there. How do you prepare a team when they are considered such a big underdog?
3: Well, you just uh, try to be a sound team and uh, try to have a good day and play the best you can play and uh, hope that maybe the other team is not having as good a day. And that good fortune uh, happens to be with you on that given day. And that's what's happened uh, in all of these ball games and in all of these upsets. The upset did so much an upset, uh, the fact that uh, Georgia is an underdog, but they're not a great underdog. I mean, we are capable of winning, but we've got to have a good day to do it. And maybe Alabama hopefully will not have as good a day as they've had on other occasions this year.
2: Do you see any weaknesses in their
3: game? Well, you know, there's not a lot of it. I think a few things in the kicking game. We're about right at the top in every phase. We rush a little bit better than they do. They throw the ball uh, with more efficiency. But uh, I noticed in the punting game, Alabama is 14th, but we're 10th. So there's no big edge there. We got a slight edge in field goals. But outside of that, uh, Alabama is number one in most every category, but we're right behind them. So there's not a lot of difference uh, in that respect in this conference. Alabama, without a doubt, is on paper is, is the best team right now, and we're the second-best team, and we'll see what happens.
2: What would you kind of expect Georgia's game plan to be here? How, how would you go after Alabama? <laughs> Well,
3: it's just, they, we can't change what we are. We run the ball, uh, first and foremost, so we've got to be able to do that. And uh, then Fromm has got to have his timely passes. Uh, we don't want to get into a situation where we we have to throw, and we've been very fortunate not having to do that. So uh, we've just we've got to be steady, uh, play uh, mistake-free, and, and hopefully we can cause some turnovers and have some breaks along the way and and hope that it'll be, uh, be our day and not Alabama's. You coming down for the game tomorrow? I'll be. I'll be definitely be there, for sure.
2: Well, Coach, we appreciate your time, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Okay. Take
0: care, Jay. Always great to hear Vince Dooley on WSB Radio's Airwaves again. Mark Aaron back with you. Hang tight. We're to come right back. Jay Black and I will continue to break down tomorrow's big SEC championship game. Georgia versus Alabama right here on your Home of the Dogs. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Mark Aram back with you. Special edition of the Mark Aram Show, the SEC Championship Preview. Let's make this an annual thing, Jay Black. I'm fine with that. <laughs> you know, I'm I, fine with that. I enjoy doing this um, and it's just fun to be in the conversation again and I'm really excited about tomorrow's game. Again, our coverage starts at high noon uh, and the kickoff at 4.10 p.m. here on your Home of the Dogs, News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. We've we've had the show packed so far. We've had Kevin Butler, Neil Hondo-Williamson, Scott Howard, Chuck Daddle, Eric Zier, Vince Dooley. Now it's time to turn to the scribes, the people that write about your Georgia Bulldogs. Coming up next... Uh, Steve Hummer from the Atlanta Journal Constitution and Chip Towers from Dog Nation, two guys that have written a million words about uh, Georgia Bulldog football, will join us on this very special edition of The Mark Aram Show with uh, Jay Black, WSB Radio Sports Director, in studio. Uh, you can obviously uh, throughout the weekend, I'm going to be on Twitter and uh, Instagram talking about the uh, Bulldogs SEC Championship game. So you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram And Jay Black, you'll be live tweeting the game tomorrow?
2: Uh, yes, you can follow me at uh, Jay Black 2 at uh, WSB Radio Sports as well. And do want to pass along that uh, we've kind of pulled in all of our uh, CMG partners in here for this one. And you can get the latest dog news every Saturday at 10 a.m. on Channel 2's Bulldogs Game Day. WSB Sports Director Zach Klein up on the TV side will have exclusive interviews, inside information to get you prepared for the SEC Championship. Tune over to the radio, catch us at noon, and then afterwards you can hear from the players and the coaches after we're done uh, from the SEC Championship game on the Channel 2 Action News Night beat at 11.
0: And don't forget Sunday, Sunday edition of the AJC, always a a fantastic print edition of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. You get full recap and analysis there. All right, hang tight. We'll be right back after news, weather, and traffic. This is The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to a very special Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. You hear the program 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. I sent the normal crew home for the night so they can prep for tomorrow's SEC Championship game. And I brought in the big guns now to break down the contest between the Dogs and the Crimson Tide. The SEC Championship game heard here tomorrow on your Home of the Dogs WSB radio. Uh, pre-game starts at noon, kickoff around 4.10 uh, P.M., um, and joining us now in studio on this Friday Eve from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, uh, Steve Hummer, and from AJC's Dog Nation, uh, Chip Towers. Steve, I'll start with you. First off, have you recovered from sharing uh, lodging with Jay Black in Cooperstown, New York? Has it? Have you fully that- recovered from that?
2: I'm sure he has. I love
4: Being, know if I being have. with you guys was that was one of the highlights of my of my long and uh, and
0: checkered career. <laughs> I, I'm still I'm still busting uh, Jay's chops for not wanting to share a room with me. To be clear, share a bunk bed. A bunk bed. He wanted to sleep on the couch instead.
4: Well, I can <laughs> understand that. It was it was a kind of close quarters there, but actually that was a very nice trip.
0: That was that, that was fun. That Steve was, yelled at me. Yeah. Let's let's do it again next year for Mariano Rivera. Can we do that? Will they? Will the Cox sisters <laughs> pay for think, that?
4: I don't think they they much care
0: about uh, about him. No. Um, well, let's. Well, the voice of Dog Nation, Chip Towers, is in the studio as well. Uh, Chip, I've been uh, highlighting this is the this is the biggest football game of the year. I don't care who plays in the title game. This is the de facto title game, in my opinion, tomorrow's game uh, at Mercedes-Benz Stadium.
5: Yeah, you know, I wouldn't entirely disagree with you on that. I mean, you know, if you just look at the, the the stakes for Saturday's game, I mean, Georgia needs this stamp for passage into the college football playoff. Alabama, I don't think it has to, you know. Yeah. So that's kind of the, the dynamic that I think is interesting in this because even if Georgia somehow pulls this thing off, and if you look at the line, not many people are thinking that's going to happen – Uh, they'll probably have to meet Alabama again. I mean, I think that's the scenario that we're looking at here. But, uh, yeah, it's a huge game. And uh, just based on my phone and and emails and the people I'm hearing from nationally, uh, people calling to ask about the game, yeah, it's definitely – it's the one everybody's watching this week.
0: I didn't think of that. Uh, For for the Bulldogs, it truly is win or go home. I mean, home being the Outback Bowl or whatever. But for Alabama, the pressure might not be as severe because – it's Alabama if they lose a close one to Georgia they they still might get into the playoffs Steve.
4: Yeah, and uh, you know I was over in Tuscaloosa earlier this week and a couple of those guys were weighing in and saying eh, they just just as soon not leave it in the hands of uh, of the committee and yeah. just t- go ahead and take care of business. Uh, but they they there's precedent. I mean, you know, they got in last year uh, without even playing in this game. So uh, they I they're they're going to they're going to be there. And and, and I, I, I kinda hope for that scenario. Yeah. That would be great. They they lose and then just somebody all the other conferences would just start wailing and gnashing and
0: and and <laughs> and chaos ensues. That's that's the best. What's the level scenario. of confidence uh with the Crimson Tide fan base right now? Oh they're <laughs> I mean this is like the they're, Yankees of the nineties, right? They're this is... they're
4: Patriots, Yankees, yeah. uh uh every UCLA. fan base that you would hate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh And they're good and they know it, and who's going to argue with them?
0: Yeah. WSB Radio Sports Director Jay Black joins us again in studio. Jay, you've uh, been covering the dogs uh, throughout your your years at WSB. Uh, Your your take on this edition of the Georgia Bulldogs team and how they will fare against this edition of the Nick Saban team.
2: What I don't want to say kind of surprises me, but what I find kind of starkly different from the last few times that Georgia's played Alabama, not last year wellwithstanding, is there's Georgia expects to be on the level with Alabama. Remember the the game we had in Athens. That was what 14 the last time that they played in Athens, and the Georgia players started running their mouth at midfield. And it was like the biggest game ever, yeah. and Alabama was like it's another Saturday and yeah. crushed Georgia. <laughs> For Georgia, this feels like it's another Saturday. This is where we are supposed to be now. So the, to to me, I don't think the, there will be an intimidation factor with the dogs with Big Bag Alabama. Is the talent level there? We'll find out, but Georgia players feel extremely confident that they're ready to play in this game.
0: Chip Towers, how does Georgia win this game? You know, you you know the X's and the O's. Kirby Smart, a hell of a football coach. He knows Nick Saban. What does Georgia have to do to beat this undefeated number one Crimson Tide team?
5: Well, thanks for giving me the easy questions here, Mark. You know, cause it's, you know, because because Kirby Smart and his army of 100 support personnel are over there trying to figure it out. But I can tell you right here, right now, uh, you know, and, and and just to have a little fun, you know, stop the run and run the ball, right? Yeah. That's what they say. No, no turnovers, um, you know, for the simple thing. But, you know, uh, honestly, I mean, I do think that it's a, a lot closer of a matchup than – Vegas or whatever would have you believe. And look, you know, I've been watching Alabama all year and it's unbelievable. And, and, you know, number 13 has made the biggest difference in the world to a tongue of Aloha, uh, is, is the difference maker for them. I think if he's, if, if you take him out of the equation and you can't, you're, you're not, or maybe you can strategically, we'll talk about it in a minute, but, uh, you know, I think these are two very even teams. Otherwise that's the difference right there is number 13. So, uh, you got to do something to contain him, uh, uh, to uh, uh, humanize him, yeah. uh, or something like that. But other otherwise, you're across the board. You're in pretty good shape, and I, I think Georgia uh, uh, runs the football better than anybody they've played. I think Georgia's secondary is better than anybody they've played. I think Georgia's special team. There's a there's a special teams. Uh, uh quotient that they come up with i forget what it is but georgia's georgia's number is significantly higher. higher than alabama's that's it's the clear on, advantage but, but yeah based yeah. on overall special teams so you know if you can get where everything else is static you're okay but you know it's still you still got to control to a tongue of the lowest hey all
4: i know is when you're, when you're down to saying we can kick the ball better <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I think you're, a I sound, think you're reaching it? a little bit steve Palmer.
0: <laughs> you, you are uh you know wise beyond your many years which <laughs> you're yeah. saying a lot Certainly. Methuselah joins us in studio um <laughs> is it too early for the mentee to beat the mentor i mean he's only a couple years evolved from being an assistant to uh nick saban is kirby smart ready to take i think that? he's ready yeah, yeah, he's definitely
4: ready i'm sure he's tired of talking about it yeah. too uh I mean that record of you know he's fi- Saban's fifteen and zero against against his former assistants. Mm-hmm. So that's I mean that's an unbelievable record of, of the many unbelievable things that he's done. That's one of the that's right up there, uh, and so you figure the odds are eventually it's got to happen. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen this time, but uh, uh, oh, Kirby is ready. I yeah. mean he's uh, he he is he has got
0: everything in place.
4: Uh, uh, I would I would imagine,
0: happen. guys, that a win tomorrow, we know who Kirby Smart is. SEC Nation knows who Kirby Smart is, um, but uh, you know, does does the uh, average fan in uh, Tacoma or Bismarck know who Kirby? If if Georgia wins tomorrow at the Dome, Kirby Smart becomes a national figure, right? I mean, that, uh, that's a given. I would yeah,
4: think. yeah. Uh, at those places where college football matters, not in the Northeast, <laughs> they don't care. They no, don't care they about don't. it. But it's hockey season. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, it it certainly raises his profile, yeah. quite a bit, and and can it can't hurt recruiting. And that's what it all that's what it's all about
0: too. WSB uh, sports director Jay Black will highlight our uh, coverage starting at noon tomorrow. Kickoff at four ten p.m. here on your home of the dogs. You can hear Eric Zier and Scott Howard call the ball game. Uh, this is this is going to be you know I get the TV ratings every morning, and I can't wait to see what the TV ratings are going to be on Sunday because. I can't imagine there's three TV sets in the Metro Atlanta area. They're not going to be tuned into. There is no game. excuse not to watch this. Yeah, I, 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 if you're sick, I don't care. <laughs> if, if if you have a
4: wedding to go to, or if, if you're it's a, your wedding, if you're a tech you, fan, I don't care. You <laughs> you call it off
0: because no. yeah, you need to watch. Yeah, yeah. because this is. I mean, yeah. you've got the in any sport, you got the number one team against the number four team. That's that's great drama right there i mean if it was in you know basketball or or baseball you got two teams like this matching up on a, an allegedly neutral field will it be a neutral field tomorrow jay black
2: probably the yeah. alabama people know how to get here yeah so and the and the georgia people. probably you know probably 60 40 dogs fans i, I kind of feel like this one the, the, the more i kind of think about it a little it kind of matches up like that patriots giants super bowl sorry to um, bring it up for the patriots fans not for you no but i enjoyed it the the giants fans were like We can play with Alabama. We can play with New England. Georgia feels the exact same way. The talent level is not quite that far off. Now, they pull it off, it's another matter. But these two teams feel a lot more closer than the 13 would make it
5: seem. Yeah, I actually think you're drilling down on on kind of a really interesting point for me because last year was you know a a magical carpet ride for Georgia, and the buzz coming into this game was significant. And I I think you know certainly the crowd. It was Auburn and Georgia, but it was definitely a pro Georgia crowd. There's no question. I'll be interested to see if this is a pro-Georgia crowd because I sense it, it, Georgia is excited. Georgia fans are excited, but I don't sense the same type of excitement. You know, the newness yeah. has worn off already. Now it's like, a, all right, we've got expectations now. Uh, and there's a little trepidation among the Bulldog Nation. Obviously, you're playing not only the number 1 team in the country this year, but if you talk to these guys who've covered Alabama for a long time, I mean, they they don't
0: dismiss it's
4: maybe best the best team
0: Alabama team ever. Yeah. I don't know. and It's a monkey off of – you know, I mentioned this earlier in the show, I am the most pessimistic Bulldogs fan. So I think, of course, they're going to get whitewashed tomorrow. But at some point, and why not tomorrow, Georgia needs to beat Alabama. You know, you need to mark, like my my beagle puppy needs to mark her territory. The dogs need to mark their territory and get a win against Nick Saban's Alabama.
4: That brings up visions of, of what <laughs> they're going to do to Alabama that, too, that I don't really want to think about. Uh, I hope they clean can clean the the artificial turf off after they mark their territory. A goal take care of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh,
0: Jay, uh, what, what uh, the national writers and, and prognosticators picking, is anyone uh, of notes that picking Georgia in this game that you know of? I haven't
2: seen it. I don't uh, I don't blame anybody for not going on that
5: ledge. Chip? I went on that ledge. Okay. <laughs> nice. I went out there yesterday. Uh, it, you know, it's I, I do this podcast. There was a Towers Take on Facebook Live, and uh, I was getting pinned down to make a pick. And um, and I told them 27-24 Georgia on a Rodrigo Blankenship field goal. Absolutely. And, and so, you know, some of that might be giving, uh, you know, the Georgia fan base some hope. But, you know, the other side of that is is I, I do believe if Georgia can somehow keep this game in the 20s, now there's nothing that tells you that that should happen sure. e- e- with either offense, quite frankly. But if you can keep it in the 20s and put it down, get it down to a kicking game and position, field position battle, You got a chance. So, you know, but it would be uh, uh, Steve and I were uh, uh, earlier today sitting there going over upsets, you know, what have been some of the greatest, uh, uh, you know, upsets in history. And, uh, you know, if Georgia pulls this off, you know, it won't
0: won't be one of the greatest, but Mm -hmm. I I think it'll get up there in, in, you know, the top 20 for sure. Biggest upset since the 1995 North Gwinnett prom. When Jay got a date, <laughs> that, was, uh, that was the size of a 1995. I don't know. I was, was 10. Oh, <laughs> that, even bigger upset. <laughs> All right, so the game's here tomorrow on WSB. Our coverage starts at noon, kickoff at 410. Sunday, of course, you got to pick up the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Re, uh, Steve's column, post-game column, crafted, well-crafted uh, It won't column. be
4: crafted for print because it's a 4 <laughs> o'clock game. It's going to be – We're going that's a rush job, get that one in. I got you. you MyAJC.com.
2: You, you did craft yeah. a, nice, uh, a nice feature with uh, Evander Holyfield.
4: Oh well, thanks. Yes. Yeah, that was uh, that was fun. I was it's always fun to deal with him whenever opportunity you get a, get a chance and uh, just trying to give again give the bulldog faithful some hope that he could beat Tyson. Why can't
0: why can't Georgia beat uh, Alabama? Exactly. And Chip, your stuff is on Dog Nation. Tell us about the podcast again.
5: Uh, yeah, well, I do Towers Take on Facebook Live every okay. every, every Thursday, and it, you know Towers Take is my version of a column blog that I write on Dog Nation. Uh, a few times a week, so yeah. It's, Subscribe to that.
0: that. As long as it's not on between seven and nine p.m., you have my permission to watch and listen to. Uh, hey, I mean, you Tower's get the take. app and you listen to it, and you and you just look at it anytime you feel like. Fantastic, Jay. We I gotta take. Have, we got No, you don't have I I don't have a podcast. Okay, good. <laughs> um, gentlemen, thanks for coming in. Bring us home a win tomorrow, please, 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 please. I got nothing to do with it. <laughs> Enjoy the press box food tomorrow, please, please, please. Definitely. All right. We'll be right back. Friday edition of The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back. Final segment of the SEC Championship edition of The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram alongside my co host, WSB Radio Sports Director Jay Black. Jay, we're running out of time. I need your prediction tomorrow. Mercedes Benz, what do you got? Well, I said on the
2: Von Hessler Doctrine because every time I pick Georgia, they lose. We're going to go with Alabama 86, Georgia 8. <laughs> wow so just leave no that's, stone unturned that's j black yeah.
0: ladies and gentlemen j.black at wsbradio.com uh your emails i'm going 45 to 44 your Georgia Bulldogs on a Blankenship 56-yard field goal to win it.
2: 56-yard. That would be nice.
0: <clears throat> Inside the dome. It will happen. Uh, coverage tomorrow when, Jay? Tell uh, us again. So,
2: well, a special updates coming from Mercedes-Benz Stadium during Clark's Christmas Kids between 9 and noon. The broadcast begins at noon with Dog Talk pregame tailgate show at 1. Then Scott Howard and Eric Zier have the call for you at 410 410- You're on the home of the dogs.
0: Thanks to our friends uh, on the Bulldog Radio Network at the Atlanta Journal-Constitution and at Channel 2 Action News. You can get all the coverage tomorrow night after the game on Channel 2 and then Sunday, full coverage in the Sunday edition of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. You can tweet at me all weekend long talking about the dogs on Twitter at Mark Arum. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby.